the Happy Psychic Podcast with me, your guiding light, Gemma Lonsdale. I'm a clairvoyant life coach and two-time breast cancer survivor. And with this podcast, I'm going to take you on a journey of healing and personal growth. We're also going to explore the spirit realm together and what it's like to be a clairvoyant medium. Welcome to this episode of The Happy Psychic. I am your host and your guiding light, Gemma Lonsdale. And on today's show, I am joined by a wonderful lady called Tena Chachich. And Tena is um, a PhD holder, a writer, speaker, scientist, and a teacher. And she is in love with vibrational communications. And I am really keen to find out a lot more about what it is that she does and hopefully learn something new today. So welcome, Tena. It's amazing to have you on the show. Thank you very much uh, and thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. So tell me a little bit more about, because obviously you've got that science side to you um, as well as the spiritual element as well, which is quite an unusual mix, I find. Yeah. Uh, Well, my story uh, is my story is maybe I can say a typical story for people who uh, who come into spirituality from the science. Uh, it 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 uh, happened uh, due to uh, my personal experience uh, with uh, you know traumatic events. First, mm-hmm. I get my I got my uh, PhD uh, in communication. I love scientific work and I love to read, and so the natural process led me to uh, enroll in PhD in communication. And it uh, was impossible for that time for me to finish it because my mentor said, "I don't want to be rude, but your writing skill is you know at high school level." And I ended uh, university. It was very weird. And my English was also at a very low level. However, uh, however, I said to myself, I want to finish that. And I didn't know how. And I listened to him read. So I was reading and researching and uh, trying to write. And one, one, in one moment, I, I just found myself, oh, wow, I wrote the first uh, paper. That's awesome. So um, before it took me like two weeks to understand one sentence in English language, you know, scientific English language. So I started to to read the sentence and at the middle, I would forget what was (laughs) at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I accomplished it in six years. And uh, when I finished that, I asked my mentor, okay, now what? And he said, you have your own way. Uh, anyway, I just want to emphasize in that process, I enjoyed in the process, I enjoyed being in the library, the smell of books, the smell of, mm-hmm. you know, that library. I love that process. And how will I accomplish? I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. And I learned all of it, all of what I should uh, learn from the bottom you know, to the end. So that was a magic. That was a miracle for me. You no, know, you didn't know to read sentence and you wrote your phd so awesome and of course i wanted to have a scientific career however the life happened to me now i don't see i don't tell the life happened i tell i uh, agreed to know myself in that way so mm-hmm. uh, in 2010 uh, 
I gave birth to a baby boy and he died in three, in three days. Uh, and I experienced uh, heaven, you know, having a baby. I, I was not interested in babies. So it was something unusual, something very, um, I can't ex explain that uh, that per that feeling yeah. so if you're a mom you know what i'm talking yeah. about and i and i am shape you know my daughter is eight I, I can't imagine what that must have been like for you to have lost and you know you, you know a child your baby in your arm it, nothing matters mm -hmm. you know the world stops to exist you're in heaven and in three days i dropped in a ninth circle of hell i found him not breathing and later the you know it was a, a huge trauma and that event uh, forced me to try solution you know to find solution and I opened it opened myself to spirituality and to uh, other dimensions because uh, the reason why he died the doctor couldn't find mm -hmm. you know no, everything was okay with his organs uh, and later with the genetics but he just dropped, stopped breathing so it was a lot a big question mark what happened? Mm -hmm. You know, why, why, why? And my scientific mind, okay, how, how, my science, doctors, no one can give me an answer. And of course, we all have that, this knowing, inner knowing, intuition. And I felt surrounded by angels, you know, some kind of spiritual realms that helped me to go through all of that and to navigate me on my path. So that was the first trauma that uh, made me uh, think about and to research for solution for my uh, deep pain, deep trauma. And I went to, uh, you know, psychiatrist, uh, psychologist. Uh, there was no solution because when I was, uh, I just want to mention this because it's very important. Uh, uh, I think it's important because we know in which world we are living, the world that is not solving problems. When I saw in a collective group where we were talking, you know, in psychiatry, a lady was uh, abused in her childhood and she was 17 years coming, you know, coming and going to a psychiatry. And I, okay, I, I looked at and I said, okay, what's that? It mm -hmm. works or, or it doesn't work. It obviously doesn't work. I don't want to grieve over my uh, baby for 17 years or for the rest of my life. No, I just want to liberate myself. So I uh, tried uh, numerous different uh, energy healing modalities, energy clearing. So I learned the compassion key. And that gave me uh, more freedom than uh, I ever had. Because, you know, the visualization, positive thinking, uh, Okay, I'm good. I, I looked at myself in the mirror. Um, you're good. You're beautiful. You're happy. But I was not. And that kind of modalities was pissing me off. What is good in that? You know, that, oh, nothing. <laughs> it's, it was like smelling. You know, you have a stool, the shit, and you're putting the perfume. Mm -hmm. It smells. It still smells <laughs> bad, you know. And with the compassion key, when I said to myself, I'm so sorry, your life is in a mess. And I felt that emotions, I gave myself permission to feel that, everything, you know, grief, uh, anger, rage, sadness, all of that stuff. Oh, that was liberating. Mm 
So I uh, learned the compassion key. It's about self-directed compassion. And I became a master practitioner and a circle leader compassion key. Later, that was first uh, um, healing modality I use in my work. And uh, later, I think it was six months later or a year later, I found um, a spiritual acceleration with Boni Serratore. So I learned the components, why, um, let's say, why I couldn't let go of my past baby, because I was still holding his energy in my field. Mm-hmm. So it is important to uh, remove energy. So I learned about entities, black magic, voodoo, curses, demons, uh, aliens, implants, all, all of that um, spiritual um, realms that I was not aware of before. And that uh, liberate me even more. So I use mainly these two energy clearing modalities uh, in my work. And, you know, it, it became not, not, it's not just healing modalities. It's about you. So mm-hmm. I, I'm becoming aware that, you know, it's just open myself to the source. So just allow what will come through me. Okay. So yeah. that was my path from PhD. Yeah. Such an amazing, such an amazing path. And, you know, that compassion key that you're talking about, I haven't actually came across that before until we had spoken, but it is so true that actually in, in so many cases, we don't really give ourselves permission to feel and, you know, give ourselves the compassion that we would actually give to another person you know if we seen somebody sat upset crying you know we we would want to support them we would want to help them but whenever our inner self is feeling that we most often you know we repress it and we push it to one side we ignore it we we don't give ourselves as much compassion as what we should by any stretch yeah Yeah. and we just repress our feelings and that is Feeling is healing to allow, allow yourself to feel that and to just to release that. So feeling is healing. It does. It, and for me, it was easier when I was giving myself compassion. You know, we are giving it in the third person because the higher self, your, your higher self is giving the uh, compassion to a wounded part of you. It's like mm-hmm. inner child work. And what is wonderful, we can do it uh for for others but others don't have to do it it's like how i did it for my daughter because i later okay i have a healthy uh, son and a disabled daughter she was uh, born with un- uncure so i'm quoting that un- uncurable genetic mutation that manifests mm-hmm. with seizures where developmental delay she's aged age, she's in the wheelchairs and so when she was crying she was crying a lot for first three years because of the, you know, this nervous system and all of that stuff. And of course, my energy and my husband's energy, the family energy. And whatever I did, nothing worked. So in one moment, I, I, I caught myself turning in from because of the pain, because of the helplessness, because of, you know, all the tremendous suffering I turned into an abuser i was shaking her please stop stop crying mm-hmm. and i just okay what are you doing okay that is something wrong so i just stopped fixing her 
you know, mm-hmm. trying to save her. So I oriented to myself and I gave myself compassion for she being, uh, you know, she, she was so nervous. I'm so sorry. You can't help her. I'm so sorry. She is so nervous. I'm so sorry. She's suffering and you can't help her. So it's not a point to fix her or my husband or my uh, parents. It's not point to fix them. When I, uh, heal myself, my wound, they present in my reality differently. And that is the truth. What I'm living today. She's eight. She's happy. She smiles. It's so nice to be around her. She, she has such a great energy. And you know what happened? She, she goes in a special school and a psychologist told me, Oh, there is one boy. She has a boyfriend. There is one boy who is <laughs> very interested in her. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, you know what? That's actually um, brought a tear to my eye because it's quite close to home for me, that as well. Um, and I think that there's so many things that we experience as parents. But, you know, know, obviously, you know, we all have different challenges that we have with our children and not even just our children, the people around us, but it's probably the one with the children that I can relate to. You know, we have frustrations and we do. We want to think, well, why will you not just do as you're told? Why will you not do this? Why can you not behave properly? Why can you not act in a certain way? Um, And it's, uh, you know, I have experienced that myself with my daughter along my own journey. And realized, as you said, that actually I need to I need to look inwards and look at my, you know, my expectations of her and actually stop trying to change her or fix her in any way in terms of her behaviors. And actually just look at my responses and look at how I respond to her. Um, And yeah, I, I think that you know, it's such a, it's probably something that a lot more parents experience than what they actually talk about. I don't think as many people are vocal about the challenges that they experience with their children. Um, So I really commend you for actually being so open and vocal about that, because I think that it opens the door to a a conversation for people to have that maybe wouldn't be had. And and you know what? Uh, It is the game the most of humanity plays you know all those mm-hmm. rules you just said. Going act like that. Don't be. Don't be. Yeah. You know, so loud or whatever. That is because we play the victim game. The whole yeah. humanity, and the victim game. In the victim game, we constantly switch between all three roles: victim, and we play also savior and abuser. Mm-hmm. I felt like a helpless victim because I gave birth to her, and because I couldn't help her, and. Because of the pain, you know, mm-hmm. I was saving, trying to help her, trying to fi- fix her, trying to save her. It, because nothing worked, mm-hmm. I turned into abuser. And we are doing it, uh, you know, I w- started to shake shake her. And uh, being savior, you know, superhero is uh, okay. You know, being a victim, poor, helpless victim, it's also okay. However, being abuser, it's it's pre- repressed. And because of that, what we are happening in this world, mm-hmm. we have the lot of trauma, lots of drama, lots of fight coming mm-hmm. to surface because of the suppressed 
you know, that, that abusers suppress anger. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing, you know, the only way you can win in the victim game is to became, uh, become aware of it, that you play, you are the, you play the, uh, the role of abuser, you play the role of victim and you play the role of savior. Oh, wow, I'm playing that. Oh, okay. So, and become aware of it. Aware, okay, of your reactions. Do you react? You know, it's, oh, oh, he, he pissed me. Well, probably you carry some trigger. She, she was crying. She was pissing me. Okay. So we probably have, I, I had a trigger. And what is magical when you release these triggers, you're neutral. Nothing, mm-hmm. you know, okay. So she can cry, but I'm not falling apart. I'm okay. I'm neutral. I'm in my energy. So that's wonderful thing in, uh, in awareness of the victim game. And yes, if you want to, I, I have a free 20, um, 20 lessons. When you subcri- subscribe to my website, you received, I think every second day, a lesson in, uh, uh, 20 lessons in bite-sized chunks mm-hmm. to help you break free from drama in your life. So, yes, you can educate yourself and see how you play the victim game with yourself, with others, and how the world play the victim game. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's amazing because I, I really, you know, I, I have always tried to be self-aware, but... We are always on a journey. So our level of self-awareness is only ever, you know, I'm trying to find the words to say it, but we're only as self-aware as what we are at a certain point. Like our truth at a certain point in time won't necessarily be our truth in, you know, six weeks, six years down the line. The same as our level of self-awareness, it is going to evolve over time. And I really, you know, as I say that 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 hits home for me because I have been on my own journey with that with my daughter and as self-aware and as spiritual as I would have believed I was my daughter was triggering me with some of her behaviors and I was reacting in a way that I really felt uncomfortable about and it it was great to go on that journey with myself to try and understand a little bit more how I could change myself. And actually, once once I changed myself, she changed also. And she's not yeah. perfect. She's, you know, she's not perfect. You know, none of us are perfect. And we don't have, the, you know, a perfect life, however it might look from the outside. But, you know, she she changed because I changed myself. She then also changed. Yes, yes. And that is magical because you have power in your hand. The only one who should you accept and become aware of, it's you. Yeah. And your world magically changed. That, that's, and by the way, the money and financial situation is direct reflection of your state of consciousness and the place you are. Because I was uh, back then, you know, in 2013, 14, 15, 16, we were, uh, we were in death, you know, my husband and me, because he was, uh, he had issues with gambling. So anyway, uh, I, I was trying to fix him. However, when I just put him in a circle and gave myself compassion for him being like that with addiction, these personalities, mm-hmm. and what happened? He changed. 
she could. So there's two two way uh, that could uh, happen in relationships. He can drop out of your of my life, or he could change. And so, in my reality, he changed. And now we are, uh, you know, in the last two or three last two three years because. You know, it doesn't matter if it is. It was Corona, but we traveled like we never traveled so much, and uh, we had, you know, so much fun. And uh, we can afford ourselves what we couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. a few years ago. But we we were not focusing on financial. We just I, I was just uh, wanting to uh, heal myself. So. I was not triggered. I was not depressed. I was not, you know, uh, in anxiety. And when I Mm -hmm. resolved that, wow, my financial situation also changed. And relationships with mother, with father, before my mother, my uh, father-in-law triggered me a lot. And now there's a lot of harmony. (laughs) So that's the magic of releasing triggers and being aware, like you just said, how your daughter changed. That's it. That's that. Yeah. So, you know, I have experienced it firsthand for anybody that's listening. It definitely does work. (laughs) Um, And I, I think actually, whenever I started to become more compassionate with myself, what I actually started to find is that I think that naturally there was more compassion towards other people. And I realized actually they're doing the best that they can that's the best that they know how at any particular time. I think, you know, I know that we have some terrible things that do go on in the world, but I think for the most part, we are well-intentioned as humans and we love, you know, ourselves. Well, maybe not as much as we should, but we certainly want to, and we want to love others. And I think that whenever we do act, even if it seems to be from a bad place, I think that the intention is there or it's certainly just that person doing the best that they actually can at that particular time. Yes, exactly, exactly. And what I learned through my journey, um, you know, the the difference between saving, Mm -hmm. saving, you know, save your own. I wanted to save my daughter. We wanted to save, you know, Friends uh, were out; they didn't have money to 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 pay electricity, and then my husband borrowed them, and they never returned it. But what I learned from that experience is different when you save someone, and you're just enabling. You know, you're doing you're you're just in uh, um, doing him a bad favor because they. Yeah. They, they left uh, that apartment. Uh, it happened. What it should happen, it happened. And by giving them that I'm enabling the, oh, you're so poor. I, I, I You can't help yourself. I will help you. That's saving. You know the difference. Mm-hmm. You're so poor. Because I couldn't help myself. I was saving them. I was saving my daughter. I was saving other people. I was giving advice to other people. Because I couldn't help myself. And that's yeah. the difference between between saving and between supporting when i you know that's victim consciousness when i help you because i see you like a poor oh that's victim consciousness and when i give you something from the support to support you i see you exactly capable divine being like i am i know that you're powerful to resolve any situation you are in i'm just 
temporarily supporting you. That's the same act, however, from different consciousness, from different energy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder as well, like how often we do that in all areas of our lives, whether it's in, you know, a relationship with a partner or um, with friends, with somebody at work. Like I know that I certainly have been through this as well, because whenever, whenever I first started out on my path as a psychic medium and coach, I used to find that I was so eager to help people that I was saving them or I was trying to save them. And um, I I did find it a little bit frustrating initially when I would have been, maybe, maybe I would have done a reading for somebody or we would have had a coaching session and things weren't changing or they weren't implementing, you know, the advice and the recommendations that I was bringing forward for them. And I, I really felt like they weren't helping themselves any. And I used to get really frustrated at that because I thought, you know, you have all of these tools at your disposal and I almost wanted to do it for them. But it it took me to, to, to really be self-aware and to realize that actually that's not my job. I can't I can't fix people. I'm not a people fixer. I may have been in a in you know in an earlier life, but I can't take that role on anymore. I need to be able to help people and to give them the information that they need to fix themselves. But then it's up to them whether they actually want to do that. But I did find that whenever I shifted my focus towards myself and and that awareness that you know, I felt compassion for them and I could understand that actually it's difficult to make changes. It's it's difficult to to do things that will help ourselves. So I then recognized, okay, I need to move into being that person in the role of supporting. I need to support them and give them the information that will help and then just shut down and not feel the need to take their hand and walk them through it. They need to go through it at their own pace. Um, and we're all on our own journey as well, aren't we? We will come to the realization on our own time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, we are all coming to the same, to the same, uh, you know, the same goal. So someone yeah. can uh, choose going by bus someone wants to walk, someone wants to catch an airplane. I was in such a, painful situation so i took a rocket (laughs) 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 it's not for and it's very it was very exhausting a lot of inner clearing a lot of you know falling apart Mm -hmm. so so i I wouldn't recommend my path because it's uh it's not like smooth Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i like to do things uh, fast to liberate myself fast so if you're if you're not in such a a burning situation that you desperately want to uh, feel a uh, light because at the scale of zero to 10, the level of stress was hundred. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's unbearable. So if you have uh, good, you know, if you feel good, you can you take a bus with your personal development yeah. or just walk and explore different parts and it's totally fine. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like that's amazing that you have been through that though and there was probably a purpose in that and actually my guide is um sitting chirping in my ear <laughs> as we speak but um 
you've had to go through that, she's telling me, in order to then help others. And she's she's saying leadership. She's telling me leadership in connection to you. And she's showing me you walking forward, holding a a light. It looks like the Olympic, like a bit like the Olympic flame. And whenever I say that, I always know that somebody is working for the light and they are leading others on their path. And she is telling me significant person. So I know that you will be a person of significance in your life. Um, So I know that a lot of people will look up to you and they will look to you for guidance and support because she's also showing me an awful lot more doors opening for you as well as you progress on your path. So I know that there's improvements to come for you too and a lot more opportunities to come. So there you go. Thank you very much. I got a reading from you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot to look forward to for you, an awful lot to look forward to. Um, now, you have a program starting in June as well, don't you? Yes, yes. Uh, I have a program um, regarding clearing karmic deaths. Uh, so uh, it's about, uh, you know, I, I develop programs uh, by um, experiencing something in my reality. So what I was experiencing lately is uh, a, a huge inheritance is coming to um, my family field. It's unexpected from out of blue, we can say. It's a lot of money. It's like a million euro worth. And it, it's coming through my dad. And he was... Uh, he, he was... Uh, out of alignment with energy and uh, like the guidance <laughs> whispered to your ears uh, they also said to me okay you have to go clear the karmic deaths and because my dad is in not good relationship with my aunt you know they were they fight because of inheritance of grandfather and whatever and the guidance said me do the karmic clearings for you, for your family, and for uh, ancestors. So everyone who wants to benefit from, um, you know, releasing unfinished business, uh, something unresolved or old, uh, stuck uh, stuck on your shoulders, on our shoulders. That that's what we are going to clear. And uh, I I feel like it will be a beneficial program. Uh, for me and for all people who are uh, joining, you know that uh, why we can't, you know, the reasons why we can't, why we have money problems and uh, uh, feeling like we are stuck. And no matter how we, no matter what we do, we are not moving forward. And that can be because first thing is uh, because of being stuck in a victim game in all three roles. And Carrying the burden on of unfinished business, unresolved emotional situations uh, from our ancestor and uh, our family. So, in this program, we are going to, um, to you know to, to to connect to go into the vibration of new era, new reality, new earth. And we will have the, got the awareness that money is showing up in our life, um, you know, how we feel, how is our consciousness. It is direct proportion to your feelings of flow, alignment, and 
releasing into your higher purpose. So uh, I think it, I feel like it will be a great program and uh, we will tune into that um, field that clears the consciousness of karmic death. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great to liberate ourselves from death of our, our families. You know, karmic death is the soul's record of its unfinished business, of something unresolved and owned. It's about more than just finances. And how death are produced, death are produced by fear, by beliefs and experience of lack, limitation, hunger, deprivation, being without and dying without fulfilling your divine purpose. And, you know, we are women. And uh, in, I think in the whole century, you know, not, not a century, the whole lifetime in, in our evolution in the world, women's purpose was to bring children to, to the world. And that's it, and to take care of family. However, it's, it was not our soul's purpose. So when we die without fulfilling our soul's purpose, our divine purpose, there is also a, a kind of death, not finished business. So I, I believe uh, we will clear a lot. And, uh, you know, feeling... We will feel liberated. I feel that liberation, that cosmic ray of liberation entering our fields and uh, the whole planet, the whole planetary fields. It's we're at the crossroads of two worlds, two worlds that are setting apart the old world, old paradigm based on fear, deprivation, lack, scarcity, consciousness, living on each other's energy. That's what we are doing in a victim game, and the second earth uh, embodying the sovereignty, freedom, um, connection, how we are connected, you know, uh, abundance mentality. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we are aware from that, we are aware of that separation, so we are now anchoring in um, new earth, in abundance, that is our true nature. That's who we truly are. Okay, <sighs> something shifted. <laughs> <laughs> I've got shivers. That's amazing. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, it has been amazing having you on the show. And um, how can people find you online? Um, I have a website, Tena T. E-N-A-C-A-C-I-C, tenatsatsits.com. And there you can uh, subscribe and receive 20 lessons, uh, drama-free, how can you free uh, of drama in 20 lessons in bite-sized chunks. And at the same time, you will uh, receive every month uh, group free group energy clearing sessions I have a group energy clearing sessions every month and this okay <laughs> it's not it's like uh, in Thursday uh, 9th I'm just 12th of May um, we are having free group energy clearing sessions where we will clear uh, ancestor deaths and we will have a special offer for that uh, upcoming program. And you can, if you subscribe, you can uh, 
have the recordings of free group energy group group clearing sessions as well. And the energy is working uh, in past, present. It's in a now moment. And in now moment, uh, we merge present, we merge future, we merge past. So it's uh, effective whether you listen it live or you know later recording. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you could leave some feedback or rate the show, it would be a big help for other potential listeners. And don't forget to follow or subscribe so you receive a notification when I've added a new episode. You can also follow me on both Facebook and Instagram at Gemma Lonsdale Guru and the website is guidinglight.guru. Thank you.